In the last class, we spoke about Ner Mitzvah V'Teirah Ar, and we said that the Ner Mitzvah is the preparation. Ner Mitzvah is the Milmata Lamaila. Ner Mitzvah is the transformation of Meriru Lemiska, of the bitterness to sweet. And when you prepare yourself, then you're able to have the Torah Ur, the light of the Torah shine inside of you. But it's not a completely satisfying explanation. Because Ner Mitzvah of the Torah Ur sounds like the Ur is coming from the Ner. The Ner is the source of the Ur. But the Torah is the source of mitzvahs and not vice versa. So how could we say ner mitzvah v'tayra In order to explain that, we're going to go into a discussion now about ICS letters, a very important concept in Chassidus. And from that discussion about ICS, we'll be able to properly understand on a much deeper level this concept of Torah-ar, what's this Torah-ar that we're discussing? The Torah-ar is a deeper level, a deeper light than the one that we're initially assuming. Page Membez. Ubir Hadavar, explaining this idea. We have to understand what are letters. What are letters? <laughs> so obviously when you think about letters, you think about the Aleph base. You think about the ABCs. You think about those letters. Letters are much deeper than that. There's letters that you use to speak. Um, aren't there like letters hidden in between letters? That's um, uh, the, in the spaces. There's also an idea of letters. But there's letters that you use to speak, right? And not just letters that you use to speak. There are letters that you use to think. In a certain place in the Friedrich Rebbe's um, note, in the, the Friedrich Rebbe's essay about his imprisonment, there's dots. And the Friedrich Rebbe writes, those are Oisius HaMachshava. He couldn't express, so to speak. He was <laughs> expressing directly from Oisius HaMachshava. What the Maimer is going to teach us is that there are letters even deeper. We're going to focus on the letters of speech as a focal point, but there are letters that are much deeper even than Isis Amachshava. We have to understand what are Isis, what are letters. Who stops and thinks about such a thing? Maybe a speech therapist. What are letters? Letters are split up in their expression. In their expression. There are five outlets to the mouth. The five outlets to the mouth have five different sets of letters that they express. The letters Aleph, Ches, Hey, Ayin come from the Aleph, Ches, they come from the throat. The letters Bez, Vav, Mem, Fe come from the lips. The letters Dalit, Tes, Lamid, Nun, Saf, they come from Dalid, they come from, not the teeth, from the tongue. The letters Gimel, Yud, Chaf, Kuf, 
gimel, that the, they all come from the palate, and the letters zayin, samach, shin, resh, tzadik, they come from the teeth. So there are five outlets to the mouth, right? So ha'osius nechlakis b'mifta, they're split up in the way they're expressed. Al yidei heimaytesapeth through these five outlets. Alef ches heayin mehagarin, etc. V'hine ein mitzios kli hamifta doima lekinar shu kliyanigun. Let's take, for example, a harp, a instrument, a piano and compare it to the outlets of the mouth. You would think that the teeth are a certain instrument which form a certain sound, a certain letter, a certain expression. The mimer says that's incorrect. They're not the same. A kina or a harp wouldn't be similar. An instrument, a musical instrument, is not similar to the Heimaitseisapeh. <laughs> An instrument, when the the musician, the menagin, is playing it, that's what causes that the sound comes out. Through the manipulation of the strings, that's what creates the sound. (laughs) This sound comes from the movement, the vibrations, of the kinar, which causes the sound to come out. And over here, the Mimer says something fascinating. We're going to be learning it quickly, but you'll think about it more. Masha'in kein ha'isiyas, as opposed to the letters, einon ba'ois machmas t'nuois klei hamevate shehein heimaitsoisapeh. You do not form the letters with your heimaitsoisapeh. That's not where they come from. They don't emerge from your hey What's that? The, you're the five outlets of the mouth. They, but the kinar, it emerges from the kinar. It's the kinar and the manipulation of the kinar and the vibrations of it that cause this sound to come out just so. With the hey it's not like that. Listen. Shaharei me'alehen u'me'atzman yoytzeis t'nuesa'esis. Me'alehen from themselves, umayatsman by themselves, yitzis come out to noisaisis, the form of the letters. Beli shum hachana the kavana mikhovanas baadam. Without any preparation and kavana mikhovanas specific concentration of the person, Lahaniya Halashin Loisis Dalid Tas Lamid Nunsov. Nobody stops to think about the Heimitsoisape because nobody bothers moving his tongue just so or his teeth just so. Of course, like I said earlier, a speech therapist, if somebody doesn't pronounce certain words correctly, is gonna go and sit down with a child and start teaching them how do you say how do you express express that? Put your tongue just so and your teeth just so, and that's how you'll be able to get that sound to come out. How do you say rrr? How do you say twak? Right? <laughs> so seemingly, if if your were the origin, if the were the origin of these sounds, then 
You should need to sit down with every single child and go through every single note, every single letter, and teach him how to form his lips and his teeth and his mouth and his palate, etc. That just that sound should come out. And that doesn't happen. Again, sometimes there are certain children that need to be taught certain sounds, certain letters. How do you teach a kid to go... (sighs) You don't teach... It comes out by himself. You don't teach him to move his lips, his his, his tongue, excuse me, in just so. On the contrary, listen to these powerful words. The letters come from here. I'm not showing where here is, but they come from inside and they come too. And they manipulate the mouth, that the mouth should move in a way that they can come out. Etc. And so too for the other The letters themselves are deeper. They don't originate in the the way you might think. Because if they did originate in the you should have to teach a child how to speak. You never teach a child how to speak. You teach a child language. And once the child knows language, the speech comes by itself. The letters themselves, they are rooted in the neshama itself, in the nefesh itself. Hanefesh meleya oisies. The nefesh is filled with letters. Vanefesh he hametzia oisan meahelam alagilim. The nefesh brings them out from concealment into revelation. Mitchila baisias hamachshava. First in the letters of thought. Afterwards, in the letters of speech. But the letters of thought and the letters of speech, they are not the true letters. The letters of thought and the letters of speech are more tangible, more chumriistic letters. The tsura, the form, the essence of what a letter is. A letter is an expression, a deep expression of the soul. And this ability of the soul to express itself in just such a language. The Arpashot shining through a letter, and the letter is affecting the Arpashot, that it's being expressed in just such a way that's coming from deep within the Nishama. The letter comes from deep inside of the Nishama, and that's the Tsura of the Isis, which is much deeper than the Chaymer of the Isis, which we're discussing. So what would this imply? Does this imply that there's like a deeper energy to the letters which are just being like formulated through your mouth? Absolutely. There's a deeper energy. And that deeper energy is the essence of the nefesh. And... Would it only be with um, Jewish letters to Aleph It's It's not the letters that you think of. It's not the form of the letters of the Aleph Now the form of the letter of the Aleph Beis represent in a way which is more pure and more holy and more direct than any other letter, what they're about. But the letters that are inside of your soul are not olive face. The letters that are inside of your soul are expressions. Whatever it might be. A vav is an expression of a hamshacha. A he is an expression of a 
expansion. A yud is an, exp- an expression of a pintala, a, a point, an akuda, a deep point. The letters are expressions, and those expressions are deep inside of your nefesh. And this is why a human being is called a... What's a human being called? Adam. A medaber. Why is he called a medaber? Why is he not called a maskil? A human being should be called a maskil, not a medaber. What? But it, because your dibur, which uses oisiyas, is an expression of something deeper inside of you than your chachma, than your haskala. There are. There's Isis HaMachshava, and there's Isis HaDibor. But the Dibor, which comes out in Isis, is a greater um, elevation, a greater recognition of the difference, the uniqueness of man, than his Haskalah is. And therefore, V'zel Shekasov, V'ayhi Adam L'Nefesh Chaya. This is why it says in the Pasuk, man became, Hashem made man, this is in the beginning of creation of man. By he nefesh Adam nefesh chaya. The Adam became a nefesh chaya, a living soul. Says the Targum, Vitirgum unklos leruach. That's how the Targum is translating the word nefesh is ruach, a spirit, mimalila, that speaks, a spirit that speaks. Your speech is so holy. It's so powerful. Use your speech well. Speak good things, not bad things. Speak refined language, not coarse language. Speak Lashen Toiv, not Lashen Hara. Because what you speak has power. It's the deepest power that's inside of yourself. Luruach Mimalala. And the Maimer over here explains the level of the Isis is the level of Chaya because a person has how many levels to his Neshama? Five. We're going to look at four of them over here, not the Yechida, which is the essence. A person has within himself, usually the level of Yechida is not discussed so much in Kabbalah. A person has inside of himself four levels. There's the Nefesh, the Ruach, the Neshama, and the Chaya. What's the Nefesh? The Nefesh is your physical life. You're alive. Your body is animated. You're moving. You're seeing. You're... Cooking, you're, you're alive. He's alive and kicking. That's your nefesh. Your ruach, that's your midas. That's your feeling, your spirit. Ruach means spirit. What's your spirit? When a person is spirited, what does it mean he's spirited? He has punk. He's an exciting person, right? That's ruach, that's midas. What's your neshama? Neshama is your intellect, your thought. What's your chaya? Your chaya is that which is deeper, which is higher. Let's see. Nefesh is the life. That's the practical, the tangible, the choymer of the oisiyas. The machshava and the dibor, the thought and the speech. Ruach. What's the ruach? That's the spirit. What's the spirit? I've, I've said this 
a number of times the, 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 the politician was, was practicing his speech and he asks his assistant, should I put more fire into my speech? And his assistant tells him, no, you should put your speech into the fire. Uh, What's the spirit? The spirit is the energy. When you speak and you put excitement into your speech, Ava and Yura, the emotion, the feeling, the life of your speech, that's the Ruach, the emotions, the feeling of Eish and Mayim and Ruach. That's the spiritual part of the speech. Then there's the physical part of the speech. That's the offer of the speech. That's the oisies of Dibur themselves, which we spoke about earlier, the nefesh. Neshama hui bechinas hasagas haseichel. That's the ability to understand, not the oisies hamachshava. The oisies hamachshava are already lower. When you're actually thinking a thought, that's already lower. It's more removed. The Neshama is deeper than that. It's the seichel of the thought that you're thinking. The seichel of the thought that you're thinking, that's deeper within the oisius, but that's not the essence of the oisius. It's not the seichel. The oisius the, the, the are deeper. The seichel is v'nishmas shakai tevinem. So you see that the neshama is connected to bina. But v'chaya, what is the chaya? Hibchinas chachma. That's the level of chachma. Dahainu mekar ha-chachma shalemaylam in asaga. That's the source of chachma, which is higher than that. In other words, chachma has two parts. Chachma has the part that connects to bina. That here, Eureka, I got it. I know. I have this idea. Now let me plug it in. That's the lower part of chachma. What's the higher part of chachma? That's the koyachma, the intangible part of chachma. The chachma me'ayin timotse. The chachma is it's coming from nowhere, from nothingness, from a place that you can't touch, from a place that you can't grasp. That's the mikor ha-chachma, the source of chachma. Shalomailam in asaga. You have no way to plug into it. You have no way to touch it, to grasp it. It's higher. That's where the idea starts. That's where the source of Oisius is. We're going to qualify this in, this, in the next parak. That's where the source of Oisius is. They were put into the mouth. So they're coming from deep, deep inside of you. And they're traveling from the Chachma to the Seichel, to the Machshava, to the Oisius Machshava, to finally... The Oisies Hadibur. Sometimes people just speak <laughs> without thinking. That's not good. It has to be clothed with the Machshava. The Machshava has to be clothed in the Dibur. But it's coming from deep, deep inside of you. And therefore, the letters are not originating in your mouth. Your mouth is just expressing those letters. Not that they were created over there in the mouth. Their creation, their existence in their source is very high in the level of Chaya. And from there, they were drawn down and split up into 22 letters. To speak with them. Each person in his own language. Can I continue? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Okay. This next parak is one of my favorite prakim in this mimer. 
this mimer is a favorite mimer of mine. This next parak is one of my favorite prakim in this mimer. Such a powerful parak and such an important parak and so relevant, especially to hopefully the tnua which we're going into in yeshiva now. With this we could understand the teaching of Chazal. Shamatat, the Malach Matat. It's a powerful Malach. Have you ever met Matat? You can't meet him. If you meet him, you just like, you fall flat on your face. He's a powerful Malach, but we're afraid even to say his name. He's so powerful. What does he do? What's his job? He has an important job. He's kosher ksharim lekainai. He ties ksharim. He ties knots for his creator. Mitfilei sehen shall Yisrael from the prayers of Yidden. When you daven, you daven with speech. Speech is oisiyes hadibur. It's so important when you daven to look inside the siddur. Even if you know the words balpeh, you have to look in the siddur because then you're connecting the holy powerful letters of the Aleph base to the speech that you're saying and you're making sure that you, the letters of your speech are infused with the holiness of the letters of the Aleph base. Now these letters, as they come out, they're heavy. Even though when we speak, our words are just words. Just words, words which just are air, which don't, don't have any tangibility. But the truth is that our words are heavy for angels, they're, the malachim, the angels, they elevate the tefillahs. In other words, every word that you say in davening, there are malachim that are standing right next to you, just outside your mouth. They catch the word that you say. And for them, it's like, ooh, it's like pulling them down. It's weighing them down. It's such a heavy word. Now, depending how you say it, is how much it weighs them down. Sometimes it's so heavy, they just give it up. They drop it. They just, they can't deal with it. What does that mean? That means that you said the word while you were thinking about oh, and that other things. Sushi. Whatever it is. You're thinking about other things, then the word is so heavy, they can't even deal with it. Then mm-hmm. the word just becomes spiritual pollution. There's a famous story of the, the, the Balshemtov. He came into Astral. He couldn't walk in because it was blocked up with words. It was blocked up with words. He couldn't enter. There's just so many words that just got stuck in there that he couldn't enter into the Shul. He had to create a, uh, an ability to like drill a spiritual hole in the ceiling and uh, lift them all up so that he should be able to empty out the Shul. So sometimes they become so heavy they can't deal with them. But there are angels that are standing over there, right next to you, as you daven, waiting for the word to emerge from your mouth so that they can catch those words and that they can bring them up. It's a whole factory, a whole assembly line. One angel, the lower angel, he catches the word and he passes it on to the next angel above him. On each level, the word is polished a little bit more. It's lifted up a little bit more. It's elevated a little bit more. But the dibor ha'adam, lefid shadibor ha'adam, hu gashmi, it's physical, v'amalachim ein ruknim, the angels are spiritual. Shadibor shalahem, their speech, hu kamei machshava shalanu, that's <coughs> the separation between us and malachim. Malachim don't speak. They thought. 
<laughs> their speech is like our thought. That's how Malachim communicate. On their level of communication, it's like our thought. Hadibur Shlomo, so they're catching it and they're passing it on. Through the Malach, the angel that catches your word as it's coming out of your mouth. He works to try to elevate it to his level of speech, which is a level, a more spiritual level. And then they continue to pass it on, level after level, height after height, higher and higher and higher. So there's this huge assembly line, thousands and thousands of angels that are taking your words and polishing them and lifting them up higher and higher until they're finally polished, they're finally shining, they're finally spiritual. Then Matat gets them. And Matat gets them and he strings them together. And he makes a brilliant crown from them. And he makes a crown from them. He ties together a crown. Where does a crown sit? We all know this. Because we speak about Ksarim all the time in Chesidus. A crown sits above the head. The source of Asias. The source of Asias is the level we just said. Of Chachma, which is Lamaila Minasaga. The Sherish HaChachma, which is Lamaila Minasaga. That's the source of Asias. That's where the angel Matat puts these letters. And that causes something amazing. Through this, we're able to draw down new letters. And those new letters are very, very important for us. Those new letters are the purpose of the whole davening. What is tefillah? Tefillah is turning to Hashem and saying, Please, Hashem, instead of me being not feeling well, let me be healthy. Instead of me being not, not affluent, let me have plenty. Instead of me being <coughs> having challenges in Chinuch, let me have nachas. That's what davening is all about. When I'm faced with a challenge, I know that everything comes from the Eibishter. The Eibishter runs the world. The Eibishter is in control. And I could turn to the Eibishter and daven to the Eibishter and the Eibishter can change anything. That's Yehi Ratzin. She bechinas haratzin. That there should come into existence the level of Ratzin. She kemoi she The way that Ratzin Elyon is already drawn down bichachma. That means once Ratzin Elyon is coming down inside of Seder Ishtal, once it's coming down through Seder Shtalshlus, it's drawn down into Chachma. Once it's coming down into Chachma, then logic dictates it. Now logic dictates if you go through a red light, you get a ticket. Or worse, if you do something wrong, there's a consequence to that wrong thing you're doing. Logic dictates, according to Torah, there's no suffering that is not preceded by sin. Sin is what causes that there should be suffering. So then how can I turn to the Abishter and say, take away my suffering? Take away my suffering? 
What do you mean? How, why should my suffering be taken away? My suffering is there for a reason. I earned it. Yeah. I deserve it. I'm going higher than Chachma. Yes, logic dictates that this Yisurim should be here, Rachman al-Litzlan. But I'm going higher. I'm going into the Yihiratzin. Nimshach Ratzin ha'elyon shalamaylo mibichinas Chachma. This draws down a Ratzin ha'elyon which is higher than the level of Chachma. V'sham, hu'rachamim pshutim. Over there, once you go higher than Chachma, you have pure Rachamim. There's no dictates. There's no limitations. There's no logic. There's no Confinement. You have rachamim pshutim, and over there v'rabu pshaecha. If you have many sins, chulu, etc. Matasaloi. It doesn't affect the ibishter. The ibishter doesn't care about sins and mitzvahs and all of those things. Those are all formats inside of seder shtalshus to connect to him. This is what Chazal say. Listen to this, please, because this can change your life. When the Yidin say the name of Hashem, the great name of Hashem should be Mevayrach. When Yidin answer, Amen Yehishmei Rabba. The Eibishter nods his head. And the Alter Rabbi here says such a fascinating, a powerful explanation for what that means that Hashem nods his head. It doesn't just mean that he's nodding his head in his agreement. It means even more than that. Perush shemenaneya, he nods, umamshech, and draws down as he's nodding, b'roshay, that which is higher than roshay, that which is l'mayla roshay, the ksarim, which are put by matat on top of his head through your words of tefillah. How careful you have to be with your words. How precious every word of davening is. How extra careful you must be to answer every single Amen Yishmei Rabbah. When you answer Amen Yishmei Rabbah, you could change the world. You could transform any suffering. You could uplift any darkness. That's what we're asking. What are we saying in Yehei Rabbi The holy name, the great name of the Ebishter should be Mevayrach. What does Mevayrach mean? It should be drawn down. It should be pulled down into the world. That the great, holy, powerful name of Hashem should be drawn down. That's way higher than Seder Shtalshot. It's great and Praiseworthy. The way we draw this down is through lifting up the letters of Tvila to their source. When you daven, when you use those words of davening, you're reaching Hashem's Ratzain. You're reaching Yihiratzain, Kasra Elyain, Al Yidei Matat. And that's because of the power of letters. Because the letters come from there. Therefore, through your letters, as you express them in your davening, you're reaching there. This is because the source of the letters is in this level of Kasser Elyon. Higher than Chachma Meichen. Even though we said earlier that the, the beginning of the letters is in the level of the Sherish of Chachma, that means Sherishis Hagilu Yubachma, the beginning of their revelation is in Chachma. But 
that, that means that's where they're revealed. That's where you could they, they could become tangible, where they could become limited, where they could become expressing an idea, a concept. Because it's impossible to grasp any concept unless you have some letter, some formation, some limitation, some gather to be able to hold on to them. They're not a level of seichel. They're the shayish achachba, which is the level of ratzin, which is much higher. It's impossible for seichel hamusug to grasp the essence of the letters themselves, because the essence of the letters themselves are much deeper than Seichel itself is, they become a garment for Seichel. It's the level of that means the of that which is the deepest part, the essence which is above, which comes down in order to to capture, to contain the seichel, umisham yered oid, and then it goes down even more. Lies oisies machshava bedibur ish ish kol shayne. Yehiratzoyin sheibane beisamikdash b'meira b'yameinu seichel kedem seira seichel.